LF podcast, where we're focused on fashion, fitness, and of course food. This podcast is all about bringing these three parts of your life together to help you get the most out of your passions. We're here to help you look your best, feel great, and also indulge in some maybe not so hidden temptations. <laughs> we are by no means experts in any of these fields, but we do hope to bring people to the show who know what they're talking about and can help you with some of these aspects of your life. You only live once, so why not live a life worth living? On the show today, our guest is simply known around town as Sam, Jamal, Jem, or just by his call name, Shy Mixologist. Jamal Yelson has been a bartender slash entertaining bringing joy, happiness, and plenty of fun stories to restaurants and bars for a few years here around town in Chicago. Currently, he is a co-owner and lead mixologist at Kubo on Belmont. He is known for his signature martinis and unique personality. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this fun conversation with Shy Mixologist. So today we're sitting down with the Shy Mixologist, Jem uh, Yelson. How are you today? <laughs> How are you? Awesome. So sitting here in your establishment, Kubo, tell us what you do in one to two sentences. Uh, I do more like um, everyday, um, like a cocktails, wine, martinis, uh, more like a mixologist. I also, you know, the, like... Hey, tell us about Kubo. Like, what, what is this establishment that we're here? We do more like a Filipino food, okay. like Fusion American. Also, we serve like a full bar. We do like a, a Filipino beers, uh, wines, and cocktails, and then uh, martinis. But we get to know now more like martinis. Okay. We have a big martini menu. So walk us through how you kind of became the shy mixologist. Is that tongue twister? <laughs> I'm not shy. I just. I still learning English. My English is not really still perfect. I just still learning English. But I never be shy at this. No, the shy mixologist, like your Chicago mixologist. So how did you become a mixologist? Oh, I've been working before. I opened this place somewhere for seven years. Mm -hmm. And I decided, and also I have a background in Turkey too. Okay. I came from hotel, restaurant. Smart. Yeah. My background business. And then I worked there, then I decided, we decided to open the Kubo. And then I also, we do have some regular customers. We have followers. I know what they like, the drinks and everything. We'll have, we'll have to help the bar. Hey, you guys been open for a couple of years now. And at your last uh, anniversary party, it was a uh, full house and everyone wanted a martini. Exactly. <laughs> I, was, I, did, I made it that day over 100 martinis. Most is the watermelon, mm -hmm. fresh watermelon martini. And most is the same customer we invited, who's our supporter and regulars most of the year. You know, we get some if, some new regular, and we also invite them too. So, what are some of the specialty martinis you have on the menu? I do more right now. I just add the liche martini. Uh, we sell right now is the more liche martini. Also, the the uh, tropical cantini is a rum base. You know, the coconut rum, white rum, dark rum, and mixing. That one is the more popular now. Also, the winter time is the ginger. Okay. And so, what are people expecting when they come here? What kind of uh, atmosphere and uh, entertainment should they be expecting? Oh, people first they come here, uh, 
and sometimes they, you know, they, when they come here, they've been staying like three, four hours, mm -hmm. and they drink the most the same martini. They don't want to change when they like the, if they start the, like a beast martini, they going like they drink all night the beast martini. If they start like cantini, and then first they don't want to taste it, they think, and, you know, when they, some are gone. Customer are complaining because it's very strong. Right. But I always tell them, Martini must be strong. You know what you pay for. <laughs> Cantinis are my favorite martini for sure. I should have changed the name for the. <laughs> it's yeah. odd how uh, the king doesn't actually drink the martinis. <laughs> exactly. I did it for him, but he's another martini person. He's more like a beer person. So you guys are across the street from uh, the Wet Theater. Do you guys get a lot of customers there that come in for cocktails before and after oh, the yeah. shows? Yeah. We do have a before show, after show. Also, when they used to open, although they make a like an opening party, and then all the crews come here after 10:30, and mm -hmm. then they sit until 1 to a.m. Then also they we are their web page. Okay. They also yeah, advertising us too. Yeah. So with uh, with the theater and stuff being down, how did you guys survive during COVID? What was kind of your uh, your strategy there? Right now we just more advertising the like uh, Instagram, Facebook. Also we got a lot of regulars. Mm -hmm. The regulars they keep supporting us. You know even the some theater business. They keep come supporting us, the same people, because they don't want, you know, check out, they don't want anything. They come for the entertainment. They are. <laughs> we have, uh, you've been here before too, we have a lot of very different customers, you know, like patrons, or they are all friendly. Sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, they, they all get to know each other, and then they... Yeah, that's what I really like. like. I met quite a few people that are regulars here, and now we're friends because of that, right? So it's not just an establishment to have food and drinks. It's a place to come and see and meet nice people and then, you know, enjoy ourselves. But. Exactly. Because also, I mostly introduce that people to most of my friends. I know those same people. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we do have different customers, just they don't want to meet other people. Right. Of course, they are different now. We never, I never want to introduce that. I know them. They are very, you know, they don't want to meet or talk other people. Yeah. So after uh, Kubo, if you had the opportunity to do your own thing, what would you do in the uh, bartending world? I like to open a, uh, like a classic, like better than this place. Okay. I like to open a good martini and scotch bourbon. Like, my favorite is bourbon. Okay. I like to open like a scotch bourbon, like a nice bar, full bar, with a nice beer selection and wine selection. And only do, I would like to do like a appetizer, okay. mixed appetizers, my featured plan, but not a big kitchen, but I like to mixing the appetizers like Filipino, American, mm. maybe I can, I can, I want to add some Turkish, you know, it's something nice. like a mix. Yeah. Because I know now some very good appetizer from, um, Filipino kitchen too. Mm -hmm. It's like a small plate. They actually have more. They got actually more small plate. Right. You know, a couple items is big, but they got a lot of like tapas. So more just like a, a classy joint opposed classy. to a full blown like family restaurant. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My future plan though is more like a bar. Okay. Like a class, like bar, like the. It's like starting. You know, the I like the people come enjoy nice music, big chatting, not like a more dance style. Right. You know, people before they they go dinner or after dinner they can come chatting, drinking nice cocktail, and then enjoy the day. 
Yeah, it's, it's kind of what people are expecting when they come to Kubo. They sit at the bar, they get to meet the Chicago mixologists, they meet some other people at the bar, let their hair down. Exactly. Why are you getting more now? Uh, getting more uh, knowing the martinis now? Because we came here, they've been staying like three, four hours. Mm -hmm. and they didn't, if someone ordered over and over the same martini, means that's good. You know, it's, if you don't like it, you're not going to order the same martini. <laughs> right. you know? Uh, and so you actually have introduced um, your wine rep to quite a few of your patrons because you care so much about what they actually want to drink from a wine perspective. Exactly. We have a, I, I used to, we have the same guy and then he's very nice to us. Also, we do, do two times a year a wine tasting. Mm -hmm. And I, I try to change whatever I sell more, what they like it more. I so keep the menu, but I love to change the different wines. It's better, you know, we always have a different taste. Mm -hmm. Why I always invite my regulars, we've been like 10 to 12 people. If you like the same bottle, six, seven people, yeah. I change it. If they don't like it, I just keep the old wine. Makes sense. I mean, you've been there too, I guess, one time. Yep, yep. Because like, if you like the wine, you enjoy it. Some people like white wine, some people like red wine. I prefer. Both because I ch I should to uh, make the right uh, right one you know the right for the red right for the white yeah and for me like I I like both and it's very mood dependent and kind of like what I had to eat that day too is going to change so it's not always like I always wanted this specific wine so maybe sometimes I'm going to have something on the menu where I want the red and I have the options to choose something new but then some people also just go with the same thing every time so it's nice to have both options so I always ask the people too then they order the martinis what do you like more? do you like whiskey, gin, vodka, uh, rum? Mm -hmm. whatever you like something you told me I can make it something and they always told me just make it uh, whatever you like because I know what they like yep. and then whatever I made it and they they like um, they like that stuff you know because you because if you told me like rum yeah. I can make it something with rum mm -hmm. you like gin, vodka I make uh, mix them too I think the dealer's choice whatever you recommend exactly <laughs> sometimes you know Cool. So, what's the best way for people to uh, to come come to Cuba? Where are you guys located? Uh, we located uh, one two three two West Palmont. Is uh, close. Is around the Lakeview, close to Boys Town. And then the, we also have a big uh, outdoor summertime. They can come for drinks and enjoy. Cool. And then if people want to follow you on Instagram, what's your Instagram handle? Uh, my Instagram is the Chief Mixologist, and then the. So C-H-I underscore mixologist, yep, yeah. okay. Anything else you want to leave our listeners with before they sign off? No, thank you for the making interview. Awesome. This episode is sponsored by Bites Kitchen. The best of times are always shared at the table. Good food, good drinks, good stories, good friends. Wish I had any of those. <laughs> At Bites, they believe that good food is more than merely a part of survival. It is their passion. It has the power of transcend language, cultures, and ethnic backgrounds. Through food, they share their culture with new friends and old. They share a piece of who they are. And by coming together for meals, they trade good stories while creating new ones. At Bites, they want you to celebrate cultures from around the world. They've been inspired by Thailand, China, Japan, Korea, and more. They are also excited by the opportunity to continue creating new recipes. 
Food is always better when shared amongst friends, and that is how they shape their menu. With creative cocktails and a menu that is constantly evolving, a new story always awaits you at Bites. Show up, I guarantee you see me sitting with my Buddha in my hand. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Pod Directory, or SoundCloud. That way, you'll get our latest episodes sent right to your device when they come out every week. For reference, those are all linked up right in the show notes. While you're in there, feel free to leave us a review. If you do, all I can say is two words. Endless gratitude. Writing reviews helps us understand how we can improve the podcast as we all continue along this fun adventure in fashion, fitness, and food. Thank you.